Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Trend Podcast, where, where we, what do we talk about? We talk about trending topics from a Christian perspective. I know, dude. I'm sorry. All right. A few seconds. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Trend Podcast, where we talk about trending topics from a Christian perspective. I am your host, Jack Dodgen, joined as always by Spencer Shaw. Spencer, we did it. We did. <laughs> we successfully we, introed the podcast. I, I, I want to let everyone know that we are discussing trending topics. Oh, um, mercy. Jack may not remember, remember that at all times, but oh, no. that is what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know what I was... Uh, I don't... I'm not 100% sure where I am right now. Uh, I'm just, Daylight Savings has me in a, uh, it's got me in a fog. And I'm not on spring break. Well, so y- you know, I may, a year from now, I may not have Daylight Savings. So, you know, that's a. <laughs> yeah, it's true. If Texas passes it, they're trying, trying real hard. I wish the, I'm all for it, man. I wish the country would do that. I don't want to cross the Oklahoma border half the year and being a different time but that's true i wish we would just everyone do you know who came up with uh daylight savings uh franklin benjamin franklin got it and i totally took that from national treasure so if yeah uh, so i don't know if it's 100 percent true that is exactly where i got it from though yeah, if 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 we are wrong on that, because that's immediately what I thought. I'm like, I'm pretty sure in National Treasure they said it's Benjamin Franklin, uh, and that was the whole that was all centered around the glasses and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. they need to make a third one of those. You, you know, it's kind of sad. I think most of my history comes from uh, like National Treasure, or I think his name's John Brown, James Brown, something like that. The guy that wrote the Da Vinci Code. So he writes books that are have historical bits in it with a fictitious yeah, it's not story. James Brown. I think it's John. Yeah, James Brown is is a musical artist from the uh, late seventies, eighties. Okay, so I knew late seventies, early eighties. I think. Um, anyway, so he yeah puts history and stuff in in his books with a fictitious story. So that's a. Uh, so if our history is off, that's why. Dan, it's Dan. Dan Brown, yeah. Okay. Dan, Dan Brown's the author. Yes, uh, but if our history is wrong, that's because we didn't pay attention in real history class, and we're we're taught all, everything that we know from movies and the internet, which is perfect because we are doing a podcast about internet things, and I know that now, uh, having been. Uh, fully immersed in this conversation for you know five minutes now. I'm I've I've reoriented myself back to where I need to be. Uh, speaking of internet stuff, uh, today we're talking about, as you can tell from the title, various viral videos as of late, and we may throw some others in there as well. Before we get into that discussion, though, uh, one of the things that was trending in the news this week is uh, the Great Polar Submarine Expedition. Uh, of Bodie McBoatface. Uh, If you do not know who Bodie McBoatface is, uh, there was a thing a while back in, uh, or through a British government agency, they were replacing a boat, the James Clark Ross. Very classy uh, name there. Very official sounding. They opened it up to the public, which is something they will probably never do again. 
uh, and the highest voted name, the most popular name for this new boat to replace the James Clark Ross was Bodie McBoatface. You know, uh, it, and it sounds that's like what we need more new, in this world. It's going to be like a new SpongeBob television <laughs> program, Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, it's a talking boat, like on top of the water kind yeah. of thing, and he visits various harbors and stuff. That'd be really good. Should we pause this and pitch that to somebody at Nintendo? Not Nintendo, Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon, PBS, I'm sure someone would listen to us. Somebody will pick it up. Maybe maybe Nintendo will pick it up as a video game, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm back to not knowing what I'm talking about now. pitch our television program to Nintendo. Yeah, that'll that'll be a weird conversation. Anyway, so... They they didn't name the boat that uh, for the the reason being that they didn't want to call a boat Bodie McBoatface uh, to replace the James Clark Ross. But there is a submarine that is going, it's remote controlled, it's going to go from Antarctica to the Southern Ocean, just go through kind of, you know, it's exploring things out. Uh, for us down there, and they did name it, and I can see it painted on the side of this yellow submarine, Bodie McBoatface. Um, but it's this not a is boat. well, well, okay, okay, but and this is a uh, this is a direct quote. Let me. No, it's not. Uh, a boat. Hold on, I, I think this is a direct quote. Uh, a, a guy named Jonathan Carling on Twitter, who this article uh, quoted here. Best of luck to Bodie McBoatface today, talking about the submarine. You're not a boat, and nor do you have a face, but don't let that hold you back. Hashtag Monday motivation. So, uh, (laughs) somebody felt the same way that you did about this, but, you know, they said, you know what? That's all right. Well, I mean... You you do you, Bodie. The boat has the right to identify as whatever... I mean, the submarine has the right to identify as whatever it wants, so it can be a boat. Did you just assume the make and model of this? If it, it, it so wants aquatic to be vehicle, a boat. It is a boat. Yeah, there were a lot of assumptions made. Man, I wanted to avoid anything <laughs> political, and here we are. Let's talk about uh, we don't actually <laughs> the have to transgender talk about it. discussion. I just kind of took a jab. <laughs> uh, but that's a perfect thing to say. You know why? That is a popular meme. Uh, did you just assume, you know, assume my gender? That's a thing that people say uh, all the time now. And that I realize how I said that makes it sound like, oh, that's a thing that the kids say on the interwebs. Uh, no, I actually see that happen. I, I am young. We're both young here. That's kind of the premise of this My knees uh, feel show. old, but I am young. Your knees feel old. Yeah, but... We, I mean, we are aware of kind of internet culture and stuff that goes on there. But that's what we want to talk about today are um, some viral videos, particularly two that have been going around, uh, two very different videos uh, that have been going around. Talk a little bit about what what we think makes those things just go viral like that. Uh, and then talk about, you know, is the church capable of putting stuff out like that? Because uh, you got videos that reach mass audiences from, you know, humble beginnings a lot of the time. Is the church capable of doing something like that? Well, we can talk about that here as we get to the end. But here are our two videos. So you didn't see this one till this morning. I did not. But the, vi- well, the video about the, uh, well, did. you saw part of it. You yeah. saw part of it. You didn't see the the best part of it. No. <laughs> until this morning. No, I didn't see uh, the dying but the, woman. 
<laughs> so she's calling for freedom. Uh, the uh, the video of the guy being interviewed for the BBC. Uh, he's a Korean expert. Can I give a and shout so out to is... the BBC real quick for bringing Rise to the Sherlock series? It shows on yeah, that was, was PBS good. here, but it's a I, I still haven't seen the BBC creation. The most recent season. It's not on Netflix yet. So, so I I just watched it the other day. Especially the season finale. Hers real good. Phenomenal. Okay. Anyway, thank you for that, BBC. Uh, also, Doctor Who is appreciated for those of us that are fans of that. Uh, but this video also came as a, as a result of them. Uh, he's doing this uh, interview from his home. Uh, you, there's a bookshelf in the background, a world map and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure, though, that thing where his books are stacked, like next to him, I'm pretty sure that's a bed. So that might be a room, but he like strategically placed things to look like a uh, like an office of sorts. At any rate, what's he's he interviewing about? about? What's that? Do you know what he's being interviewed about? Yeah, uh, he's being interviewed about. I think Korea. Okay. I think he's an expert on Korea, and so he's giving his opinion on various things going on there. I think. Uh, one of their leaders shot off a missile the other day. Oh, never good. Uh, good so thing. I think they were talking about that, I believe. It m- might have been Russia, which I realize are two very different countries. But it's one of those. But he's giving his expert opinion on these things. Door swings open in the background. Uh, and this little girl comes walking right on in, right up to dad. Like with a popsicle or something. It's really funny. And then next thing you know, and this is the best part. Uh, well, this, this is the first best part. Uh, this toddler comes strolling in on a walker. Uh, and so he's just walking himself right on in through the open door, uh, crawling through. Looks like he's gliding in through the door. It's really funny. And this guy the whole time is trying to seriously answer the question. He's trying not to break you know, character. He's trying to trying to answer the question as an expert. That's what he is. And so he's trying to answer this question. Kids are crowding. And then you see mom bolt through the door in horror. Like, oh, my kids are in here now. I was supposed to watch him during this time so he could do the interview. Bolts in, grabs the kids, gets them out. They they start crying. You can hear it in the interview. Uh, and then she, from her knees, like lunges at the door to try to get it closed. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which this thing went crazy everywhere. Uh, lots of lots of parents posting like yeah I know that feeling. I mean there have been a few times I've turned around uh, where I thought my daughter was you know she's crawling now and stuff so you know I thought she was right over there and then I turn around and she is way far gone somewhere else and there's a little moment of panic like uh, it's been quiet and she's not here so what's happening? Our um, Doug, our yes uh, education minister here uh, has his grandkids up here today okay in his office and so i walked back there and it was funny they're sitting one sitting on his couch and the other one's on his computer you know and they're just mumbling and talking just to be talking and he's sitting in the back of his office trying to work on a lesson or or something like that (laughs) and he he just he kind of looks sad almost you know it's like i'm trying to work and it's just talking. It's tough. To, to have it's tough to work with kids around. So 
And uh, it was, it was. I got a good laugh. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> one of these days you'll be trying to work and your kids will just be uh, going crazy around yeah. you. You won't be able to get anything done. I can't work from home for that reason. Uh, there's just too much. Uh, you know, I let myself get distracted, so I save it for after the kids go to bed a lot of the time, or I do it, you know, during my work hours. Uh, but th- this thing goes viral because a lot of parents can relate to the idea of their kids just being gone all of a sudden and, you know, uh-oh, they're into something else. In this case, uh, <laughs> a news channel um, interrupting a uh, an interview about an expert thing, you know, so uh, very funny. Uh, some people have, of course, tried to turn this and twist it into a not-so-funny thing that, uh, you know, why didn't the dad respond in this way or why didn't he get up and do this? Uh, first of all, I mean, he's trying to he's trying to he's take care of TV. his job. Uh, but second of all, and I, I think that this is true, and I wish that they would comment on this, but he's working from home, so he probably doesn't have pants on. Okay, let's be honest. Probably doesn't. He's just got a suit jacket and a tie. And, I mean, he might have shorts on or something like that. I don't, you don't, li- listen. I'd have I don't, pajamas on. I mean, yeah, why not? They're not going to see it. Feel more comfortable. You're more relaxed that way. It's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, and so there's that. Then the other viral video that's been going around still, unfortunately, the uh, Cash Me Outside girl. Spencer, you are aware of this one. You have, you have oh, seen yes, this. Oh, yes, yes. You've probably I'm, heard it said to you. I'm, I'm sadly aware. I would imagine. Uh, well, if, if I... That's not because you're into, like, uh, street things or something like that. Uh, I've had it said to me just because it's funny. Except it's not funny when you realize it's a 13-year-old. She's 14 now, but 13-year-old kid saying this. And and I'm not sure if the uh, verbiage has changed or what, but when I was in high school, it was catch. Yeah. And not cash. Yeah, so, so I she's... I don't know what's going on. Uh... Uh, yeah. I've seen some other videos with her in it because everybody is trying to now get her on the show. Dr. Phil even had her back on. Uh, and, uh, you know, everybody's just trying to jump on with the whole she went viral, so if I have her on the show, maybe it'll help me. Uh, and I think that's true to a degree. She's been in a couple different music videos and things like that. Uh, but this, that's one of the more tragic things, I think, in viral videos when you have a kid like that who is going viral because of their, uh, I mean, super disrespectful to her mom. Uh, and that's what made her, uh, what she is right now. So, uh, but that, that thing went everywhere. And, uh, I think she's trying to say, catch me outside, but she can't proper. I bet she could properly pronounce it, but she's not interested in doing so. Um, and if I told her that she should pronounce it properly, she'd probably, Catch you Say, outside. Yeah, catch me outside. Uh, so, uh, but those are two examples of viral videos. Last year, of course, there's stuff like Chewbacca Mom, which went everywhere. Uh, you know, she was on James Corden and a bunch of other places. Uh, then you have just even further back, you've got, you know, Charlie Bit My Finger. 
uh, kid. You have uh, David after dentist uh, are all things that come to mind. You know, I was just, this really is not related, but I'm going to say it because that's what I do. It's perfect. That's what this podcast is all about. Um, but the, <laughs> actually, it's kind of the same. So, it kind of is. Um, the Chainsmokers Closer, which is oh yeah, now yeah. broken the record for being in the top five most downloaded songs for like seven months or something like that. Like crazy. Ridiculous. Um, the amount of people that have downloaded that song. Anyway, yeah. so someone was uh, made a video singing that song. And it went viral, and the Chainsmokers saw it, and are now taking, I, I think it's a girl, that are now taking her on part of their tour. Wow. To do some singing and stuff like with with them. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's amazing uh, how stuff like that works. Like Justin Bieber got his start because of a YouTube video that was seen and went around, and so... This guy thought, hey, you know, let's try this out. Uh, and then there's, of course, how can we forget this viral video? Uh, Rick Rolls. Did you ever get Rick Rolled? I don't think so. Uh, it was the Never Gonna Give You Up, Never Gonna Let You Down song. So you're clicking on this video that you think is, you know, this. If I were sending it to you, I would send you this, you know, incredible dunks. You know, top 10 most incredible dunks from last night or something. And it would start out and then you would hear the song come in and it would cut to his music video and you'd be watching his music video from the 80s, uh, Rick Astley. I believe it's the 80s. I'm pretty sure. Uh, But that ended up like it. I mean, his song started to be bought all over the place. It kind of revitalized his career. And then later on in a parade, I think it was the Macy's Day Parade. Like the Thanksgiving Day Parade, that he was coming down on a float, <clears throat> or a float was coming down, and then all of a sudden, he pops out of the top and starts singing his song, so That's he rickrolls everybody there. It was awesome. It was great. So, so what makes stuff like this go viral? How does something go viral? Now, of course, we're not talking about, you know, what's the formula, because people try to do this all the time. They try to make something that goes uh, everywhere is seen by millions of people. Uh, that doesn't always, I mean, th- there is no formula for that, but there are a lot of similar similarities in the things that do go viral. Um, so wh- what do we, what do we think makes things go viral? <clears throat> I know the, f- the first thing I think of immediately is they're funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the parents find the BBC thing funny. Chewbacca mom, <clears throat> her laugh was hilarious when she's trying the mask on. And that was, it's one of those kind of infectious sort of things. The David after Dennis kid, that was funny. Uh, it was funny to make your, your friends rickroll you know, uh, on a video. I've got a, I've got a group um, message on Facebook with uh, mm-hmm. a, a couple of guys um, that I go to church with, with school with, kind of a thing. And so we're constantly sending videos. You know, you see something funny, you send it in the 
group message. To the, to the and group, so we yeah. just, you know, you you, you got to watch this because it's it's funny. Yeah, you send you send me stuff all the time. I do. Um and uh I watch them. Uh <laughs> Oh man. Uh but it's stuff like that that just gets around and especially when it's uh like the Rickroll thing was not one video that went around, it was one idea that got put into loads of videos and so you had the idea being spread around of you know, you click to watch a show, a sewing channel thing on YouTube, and oh, I got Rickrolled. You know, and it uh, it was funny every time. Uh, it's happened a little bit since, uh, and it's still funny. Like I still go, man. You know, I remember when that stuff was going down. But I, I think humor is a big part of all this. I mean, even the uh, even uh, Cash Me Outside, which I really don't like having to repeat over and over again. I think her name is Danielle Bergoli, I believe. Um, which I hate that I know that. That's that's disappointing. Uh, but Danielle, um, she the the reason that went so big is people think it's funny. Like it's funny how that was said. It's funny that she's this thirteen year old girl who's picking these fights. It's it's also extremely sad and disappointing. Well, uh, but nobody thinks that way. It's yeah, it's funny. And you know, and one so. thing we love, you know, you mentioned the stuff about music is that kind of stuff, adding songs to videos have, yeah. has started becoming a thing. You know, I've sent you several things related to Star Wars. You know, yes. writing solo has become a, a Han Solo. Um, yeah. Became a Han Solo thing. Um, and then you had... Like a no legs thing for when, uh, yeah, Anakin got his legs cut off by Ugh. Obi Wan and stuff. Yeah, stuff like I I didn't I like. you know I thought Vine being gone was going to affect some of that, but it really has continued to just go else. strong. Yeah, uh, the memes have evolved uh, in another place. Uh, but it's those little funny things that is either one video or one idea that carries over in other videos uh, that keeps stuff like this going through. Uh, I think the other part of this, stuff like that's funny. Uh, it's easy to put together. Like sometimes the worse it looks, the better it is. Um, but then there's, uh, I think there's this idea of relatable as well. Uh, and this is, I, I really think these are the two things. There's funny uh, things that are really funny and so people share it around and it goes everywhere. And then there's the stuff that's relatable. Uh, and then maybe a third thing is it's something that's extremely, it's an extreme talent. Somebody who sings really well to a lot of people is going to be incredible because a lot of people don't sing very well. Um, you know, stuff like that will will, will go around. Um, but I think the other thing is relatable. The the kids video, that the, the BBC Kids, that was relatable for a lot of parents who... You know, oh man, you know, I've had my kids be out of the room and not know where they are and mess with something else too. That stuff happens. Uh, you know, you turn around at church and your kid is not there and it turns out they're in the nursery coloring on themselves with marker, which is actually what happened to my son the other day. Uh, he colored on a shirt with marker. We thought he was right in the room where we told him to stay. He was not. So, my, uh, But that stuff happens. My cousin climbed... Not climbed. He crawled under the pews and went up um, 
into the pulpit or the stage when my grandfather was preaching one time. <laughs> just crawled underneath and ran up, oh. ran up to Grandpa. And you, you, you sit there and go, uh, you know, the, the parents are probably like, hold on, you know, where'd our kid go? And then you look up and it's too late. It's already happened. Well, that's relatable. And then there's stuff like, um, and actually this ties in to kind of a, to our last part. Uh, there was a video last year that came out, uh, put out by some, I think some community church in Dallas about millennials. Uh, a song uh, to the tune of a Beatles song. And uh, that was shared around by a lot of people I know. Of course, I'm friends with a lot of Christian people. And it was kind of ripping on millennials a little bit. And so since I'm friends with older Christian people, they shared it because because it was funny. And it uh, was relatable in the sense that, you know, they had, they kind of have those feelings about millennials sometimes. So they went and shared that stuff. Uh, but that's, that's one of those things, too, is uh, – and we do this with blog articles. We share things that tend to agree with our position. We don't share things that challenge us a lot of the time. Uh, and which is unfortunate. Uh, and I, I try not to do that. And I try to encourage others not to do that. Uh, but it is something we do. I think that's part of what makes something go viral. You know, this guy said, you look at, uh, Tommy Lauren and we, now we've come back to political, of course, in our podcast. Um, but she has built a career off of her Facebook videos going viral and it's not being shared by people who completely disagree with her. It's being shared by people who agree with what she's saying. And so the videos go everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. It's something they relate to. You know, I relate to that way of thinking. Uh, and so I'm going to share the video. Well, when enough people resonate with what you're saying, stuff like that goes, goes wide. So uh, funny, relatable, and then I would throw talent in there as well. So here's, here's the question. We'll hit this real quick. Is the church capable of doing something like that? Spencer, what do you think? Um, yes and no. Okay, why why no first? Um No, because I well <clears throat> I feel like sometimes you have to define even what you mean by by viral. Um, sure. Because one thing one thing I think is important that you mentioned is that um, the reason things get shared is because people relate, but not just yeah. that because people agree. And that's one direction that society is going is away from people that kind of agree with, with what the church stands for. Um, yeah. So I think one, one thing to think about is that you're, as time goes by, if things keep going like they are, you're going to have less and less people that, um, agree with what you're saying. And so if they don't agree, they're not going to share kind of a thing. Now, I don't think that means that things can't necessarily, but I think it makes it harder to how do, to ask the questions, how do we relate and speak to, um, you know, especially on things like to a, a postmodern, um, people mm -hmm. uh, who how, how do we speak to them how do we speak to a group about truth who doesn't even believe in truth you know that's a hard thing right to you know the, the immediately you talk 
you say something as truth, they're going to turn it off, not listen to it. And so, you know, there, there are some, some challenges there. Um, you know, yes, I, I don't think it's as challenging, you know, to go viral. Um, I think it's a lot a, easier nowadays to, to hit an audience that's wide Mm-hmm. Uh, wide enough, but I, I think you're right about that. We gotta. What do we mean when we say viral? See, you think something from, you think a church thing is capable of hitting a million views? Yes, and and I okay. say that because I think things. It, it's not that as hard for a church thing to go viral, like in the South, for example, where most sure. people are going to relate and agree with kind of what's what's being talked about that Bible Belt area. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it can hit a lot of things, but I don't know. I feel like it may be a different thing when you're talking about nation and worldwide type viral stuff. Okay. Is a little more difficult. Not impossible. I don't think anything's in, impossible, but it's there are some challenges. As soon as you said that, I thought of the anything is possible Kevin Garnett yell, which is another. Well, I mean, another viral video, man. That's funny. But, but I think it's, I think it's harder for a church or Christian like video, for example. Yes. Than a you know political meme, or something like that, just because um, of the movement away from that perspective. Yeah, and I I think along with that, you know, just talking about politics, there are political things that go crazy all the time, even though, uh, and I don't know about worldwide, but I definitely know, you know, nationally things will go uh, far and wide, even though there's a a hard divide now on which kind of edge of the aisle you're on, it seems. Uh, So even stuff, you know, a lot of people uh, prefer left-wing policies, but right-wing stuff will go viral because there's a lot of people who like it. Left-wing stuff will also go viral because there's a lot of, you know, people who agree with that, even though there's a lot of people on the right that oppose those sort of ideals. So so it is possible even in a, in a culture where maybe a lot of people are getting away from the idea of truth and Christianity and things like that, there's still a lot of people, uh, and that may even help it to some degree. And I, you know, think, I might be more likely to share it because there's so many opposed to it. I think you you made a good point there. Actually, you, you didn't quite make the point, but it made me think of the point. You know, <laughs> so I, I gave you there, the the seed for this good point. You know, if 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 you write something and it it goes online, or I write something and it goes online, or or whatever, um, you know those those people that want to get whatever message that's in that post or article or whatever out need to share it. I think that's a, I think that's an important thing because we mentioned, you know, if something does go viral, how many people see it, but it doesn't happen if everyone reads it and says, Hey, that's good. I wish people saw it and then keep scrolling. Yeah. Uh, And that's, that's a big thing I try to impress upon those when, uh, Christian stuff comes out, you know, you may not be interested in writing things online, but I am. And if the thing that I wrote is something you think is important, share that with other people. Don't just click like, you know, pass that around so that other people will see it. 
Um, I think it's possible to influence somebody uh, with an article like that. I read things that I don't agree with all the time. I don't necessarily, necessarily share them, but I read things I don't agree with all the time. And occasionally I'll share those things if I go, you know, this is a perspective I haven't thought of and need to share that kind of thing. And so maybe what needs to change is how we approach what we share with other people. Uh, But, uh, you know, you and I both think it is absolutely possible for the church to do something like this. Mm -hmm. Church can make stuff that's funny still tell a message. Uh, That's that's important. And it can still get a message across that is uh, significant and you know, biblical in its background uh, without being so heavy-handed that people aren't interested in, you know, and pushing it around, that kind of thing. So um, uh, all of this stuff today, first of all, the reason we the reason we talked about, on, about these viral videos and stuff today was because it's not political, which yep. is nice for a change for this podcast. But as we began, I thought about the fact that uh, recently started another podcast called Technically Speaking, it's where I talk about uh, technology and uh, its relation to Christianity and ministry, how we can use it uh, as a ministry, and um, that's also up on Strong Church, and you can find it there. I, I hope to do uh, an episode every other week is the plan in place of uh, an article every other week. So uh, so check that out if you're interested in any and of that. I want to, as, as we end, Go ahead. one comment. I told you I was going to make it. And I'm going to. Yes. For speaking of big things on the internet, uh, tournament challenges. Now that NCAA tournament will be underway Thursday, I think at like 11 uh, Central Time. I think is about when things start. So yeah, if uh, you're filling out a bracket, if you're in a group with other people and and you want to win, listen closely to some advice. Watch out. Duke is the um, Vegas uh, has the best odds in Vegas of winning the tournament. Hottest team in the country right now. Most talent. Kansas coming out of the uh, what Midwest division. Wichita State at a 10 seed who probably should have been about a 5 seed upsetting Kentucky second round. Watch out for it. And watch out first time in history possibly South Dakota State over Gonzaga number 1 and number 16. Watch Man. for it. Watch. Watch <laughs> Free out for it. Free advice on, uh, there you on go. your bracket picks. And UCLA. Watch out for UCLA coming out of the, the South, beating UNC. Make it to the Final Four. Uh, we do not guarantee Look a out. great bracket, but uh, you will have a lot of fun with it for sure. Look out. Look out for that. Be looking out for the Technically Speaking podcast. Uh, every other week, there's one video or there's one uh, episode that's already live. And the other will be uh, hopefully this next week uh, after this recording goes up, a week from Thursday. Uh, And check that out. Got all kinds of things that I'm interested in talking about, and I think you might be interested in that too. So uh, this has been the show. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Mm